Good morning. Well, this morning I'm talking to you from my desk here at home rather than the pulpit. Because we're living through something unlike anything that we've gone through in my lifetime. For the first time I can remember, we don't have the luxury here in America of going to a church building and assembling together physically. That makes my topic today more poignant and more real than ever before. My scripture today is found in John chapter 2, verses 13 through 22. And the Jews' Passover was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem and found in the temple those that sold auction and sheep and doves and the changers of money sitting. And when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers' money and overthrew the tables. And then said unto them that sold doves, Take these things hence. Make not my father's house a house of merchandise. And his disciples remembered that it is written, The zeal of thine house hath eaten me up. Then answered the Jews, then the, answered the Jews and said unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou doest these things? Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Then said the Jews, Forty and six years was this temple in building, and what thou rear it up in three days? But he spake of the temple of his body. When therefore he was risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this unto them, and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus said. Now to get the full picture, you have to first understand what was going on here. As we know under Old Testament covenant, the temple was the means by which the people interacted with God through the priest. At this time, I'll not go into all the details and rituals involved, nor the significance of the Passover, but to say that the Passover sacrifice was different, requiring each family to present a sacrifice once a year, which they would travel to the temple to make. These travelers would often purchase an animal for sacrifice from the temple rather than to attempt to make the trip burdened with a live animal to sacrifice. This convenience, which could have been a great blessing, had become corrupted through greed. For the animal settlers, sellers would sell an animal knowing that it wouldn't pass inspection. You see, if a priest found a single blemish on an animal, it would be denied, forcing a person to purchase another animal. Secondly, the temple would only accept shekels as payment. Roman coinage depicted various pagan gods or the image of the emperor. The shekel, however, depicted different plants and other non-human likenesses and was free from the graven images forbidden by Mosaic law. This led to greedy money changers who gave unfair exchange rate and pocketed the profits. The temple priest also profited from this scams and filled vaults that were built within the temple complex with shekels and Roman coinage. From there, the temple would make loans out to Jewish peasants who often needed help to pay the Roman taxes that crushed them. These loans were made with high interest rates, and the temple kept careful ledgers. And those who could not repay their debt suffered loss of land, livestock, and sometimes even their lives as they became debt slaves or demoted to an unclean class. 
the temple, which was to be a means of connection by the people to their God, had instead become an oppressive force and a barrier which could only be breached by the wealthy. Is it any wonder why the Son of God, whose purpose in coming was to reunite God and man, would become angry at such an atrocity? The temple that was supposed to be a representation of Christ had become an abomination, representing a separation from God's people and their Creator. So true to form, Jesus tore down the barrier in a very physical representation of what he would later do at the cross. In verse 19, he foretells what will actually happen, though the disciples didn't understand it until after the resurrection. At the cross, Jesus became the temple, destroyed and raised back up in three days. Now any man, regardless of wealth or station, can be reunited through his to his creator through the shed blood of Christ. For Jesus tore down barriers much greater than some corrupt officials. He defeated sin, hell, and the grave for all who will follow him. He set us free from the sin that enslaved us, but he also gave us the power to defeat the strongholds that that sin had placed in our lives, those strongholds that so often keep us out of communion with our Father. Please don't take this access for granted. Now we can boldly come before the throne of God through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And many times in the past, I've taken that for granted and haven't sought out those times that I could do that. Rather, I urge you to cherish it, to seek to claim this promise at every opportunity. In this time of isolation, Many of us have been blessed with more time, though some of us don't see it as a blessing. Maybe we're off work or have reduced hours. Or maybe we simply have fewer activities available to distract us from our time with God. But try not to, as I have done, I'll admit, squander all of your extra time in honeydews and binge-watching TV or worrying, but take the time to boldly and frequently come to your Father's throne. Seek communion with Him. Our High Priest, our King and Savior, Jesus Christ, has made this possible. Don't take it for granted. <laughs>